我们接下来是读经，今天读经的经文是马太福音第十章十六到二十节。我们一起来念。Our reading is Matthew chapter sixteen, chapter ten, verse sixteen to twenty。来，我猜你们去，如同羊进入狼群，所以你们要灵巧像蛇，寻粮像鸽子，你们要防备人。因为他们要把你们交给公会在你们里头说的感谢主的话语今天 sermon title It's the thought that counts 我们一下时间交给 Mr.McKinney Good morning 大家早安 Yesterday I was doing a wedding 他昨天,我昨天在做一个婚礼主持。And it was outside.而且然后在外,室外。It was so hot.非常的热。So I started by saying,所以我以这个来开头。God talks about his love in every book of the Bible.呃,上帝在圣经每卷书里都讲到他的慈爱。there are 66 books. 有66卷书. So I'm just going to read a verse from every book in the Bible. And all those people look shocked. <laughs> I, I said, no, seriously, just one verse. <laughs> well, God's love is on every page of the Bible. And in our scripture this morning, can we go back to the scripture? Oh, um, no, that's good. That, the outline is fine. That, that's good right there. So the verse said, in Matthew chapter 10, verse 16, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep. In the midst of wolves. 他说,我猜你们去,如同羊进入狼群。It is not good to be a sheep in the midst of wolves. 那其实在狼群里面,当一只羊,非常的不容易。Just look at those teeth. 看着那些狼的牙齿。It is the predator versus the prey. 那其实就是猎食者与猎物的关系。and sheep do not have good natural defenses against wolves. To the wolf, they look like dinner. And Jesus is saying, I'm sending you out into a world. Where the people in the world are better at doing evil than you are. 
It's like he's saying they have sharp teeth. There's a story in Luke 16. Called the story of the dishonest manager. And Jesus said there was a, a manager and his boss was about to fire him. Because he was lazy. So the manager thinks I don't have the ability to work hard. And when I lose my job, there will be nothing for me. So the manager had an idea. He said, I'll go to all the other account holders. And I'll give them a discount on their bill. And that's what he did. And the owner found out about this. And the owner said, that manager, even though he was lazy, was still very smart. I'm still going to fire him. But he was very shrewd. And Jesus says, the people in the world are better at this than you are. And the world is a tough place at times. Um, there's a lot of good and beautiful things here. But unfairness. Unkindness. And with sheep and wolves, it's not a fair fight. Sometimes in court, I have people who have been convicted of shoplifting. They steal from the store. And they keep getting caught. And they keep getting convicted. And I tell them, you need to stop doing this. Because you're terrible at it. You need to live an honest life. You are lousy at stealing. Jesus, though, was talking to his followers. And he said, I'm sending you out into the world. Jesus told them, in this world, you'll have trouble. But take heart, I am with you. In 1 John, Jesus says, go out into the world. 
Be in the world, but not of the world. Whole passage is about going out. Do you know Amish people? Amish people, the ones who have the horse and buggy. Have you seen them? They wear all black. They live a separate life. They do not live in the world. They still live in 1850. No electricity. No um, no cars. They live a separate life. I think we have a calling to go into the world. Into your workplace. Into your classroom. Into your neighborhood. But we are not completely exposed. Home and church should be safe spaces. In this passage it says, when you enter a town, find someone worthy to live with. A place where it is safe to stay. So for us, living in the world doesn't mean living on the street. And being in the world means coming to a place like this. Where we should grow in Christ. And small groups are so important. On Sunday and small groups, it's how we live our life together. It reminds us how life should be. It helps us stay on track. Thank you for coming. But this also points out that if we are sheep living around wolves, we need a shepherd. Someone who can show us the right way to live. So in the Bible, we listen to what Jesus has to say. Jesus said, I'm sending you out. You are like sheep living with wolves. So two things. Be as wise as serpents. And as innocent as doves. First, being innocent. In our courts, we presume you are innocent until you are proven guilty. The opposite of being innocent is being jaded. Um, <laughs> 在, um, 
Jaywalking jaded? No, jaded like a hard feeling toward the world. Um, cynical. Okay. 让你的无辜的反应词其实就是愤世嫉俗 Like you believe everyone is selfish 你认为所有人都很自私 That there's no love in the world 那这世界上是没有爱的 Everyone is just out for themselves 所有人都是为自己而活 But innocence is different 那寻良其实是不一样的 how many of you have grandchildren? And how many of your grandchildren trust you? That's the best thing about grandchildren. And it's that trust is what Jesus is talking about, that innocence. In Matthew chapter 18 it says Everyone must become like a little child. You must turn and change. That's hard for us as teenagers or adults. Because we've been hurt. Hard things have happened. But Jesus says, become like a little child. Set aside your hard edge. Believe in me. Jesus says, believe in me. That God made all of this for a purpose. And I, and I want you to trust me. I want to love you. And I want to be with you. It's as simple as that. And children can believe that and trust that. And as we become Christians, it requires that kind of trust. And continuing to believe in God requires that kind of trust. God really loves us. He really cares about us. He really does have a plan for your life. And you can really trust Him. And as we go out into the world, we have hope and joy for life. It doesn't depend on our circumstances. Whether we're healthy or sick, for richer or for poorer, for better or for worse God is always with us holding on to our trust in God requires us to hold on to that innocence and when Jesus sends us out into the world, He tells us to be as innocent as doves. But not just innocent. 
He also tells us to be as shrewd as snakes. I can't believe it. This is the only time a snake is a good thing. I mean, Jesus calls lawyers snakes. And lawyers are never a good thing, it seems. It's all that weighing and calculating. They're always thinking ahead. But somehow, shrewdness combined with innocence is the right combination. The Bible tells us to be wise in what is good. And innocent of what is evil. But we develop a hardness by living in this world. It's like having your arms folded during worship. Like putting up a barrier between you and God. And most of it happens because of what happens to us in our lives. And God asks us to trust Him. But to be wise at the same time. My favorite way to describe this involves a story. Your favorite one? Uh, favorite way, sorry. In the 1980s, the harshest U.S. president was Ronald Reagan. He called Russia an evil empire. But then he worked out a deal with Russia. That both Russia and the United States would cut their nuclear weapons by half. You give up your weapons, we'll give up our weapons. But it has risks. If we give up our weapons and they don't, that's a problem. So there were monitors appointed to check. And they checked each side. So when people asked President Reagan, how can you make a deal like this with Russians? These evil people how can you trust them? And Reagan said three words. Trust, but verify. To trust, to be innocent, 
你相信就像你寻粮一样。And to verify, to be shrewd and wise.但是你要监督，就像你很精明。Over and over in this passage, Jesus says, "I'm sending you out."在不断不断在这节经文上，耶稣就是说，我要差你们出去。And I say, "You're going out into a world."那我说的是，你们要进入这，你们要得差出去，进入这世界。But don't be afraid because God is with you. In the scripture we read this morning, if you have to speak at the right time, I'll give you the words. Remember, he said, take care of your home. And if they persecute you in one place, go live in another place. Be as innocent as doves, as shrewd as snakes. It sounds good. Sounds easy in church. But what happens when you get into your car? Your air conditioned car. I hope. And you get to the entrance at the highway. And there's the man standing there with the sign. And he's tired. And he looks like he could use some help. What about him? To be innocent means we want to help him. You want to give him money. It feels spontaneous. It makes us feel good. Or at least maybe not guilty. As we sit in air conditioning. I think that is a natural response. And some people will say, it's not my job to decide what he does with the money. Whether or not he uses it for good purposes, that's up for God to judge. And I don't agree. But more importantly, I want you to know why. I never give directly to them because I am shrewd about money. When I go through McDonald's, they say, Do you want your penny change? And my answer is always, yes, I want my penny. And when it comes to money for the people who are standing by the road asking you for money, I want my money to work for good. And I work with ministries that help get people jobs and homes and transportation. And those ministries go and ask those people, do you want to go to work? Here's our program. 
工作的机会。So there are opportunities for them. 所以他们是有机会工作的。And I want to give my money, and I do. 我是想要把我的钱给他们。And as a church, we do. Ah, 甚至一个教会，我们是要这么做的。To things that really help people. 是要确实去帮助人。At the side of the road, I'm not sure if you're helping or hurting. 但是当他们在路边的时候，你其实不知道你是帮他们还是害他们。You might feel better about yourself. 你甚你会自我感觉良好。But that's not why we engage in giving. 但那其实不是我们要给予的目的。About 15 years ago, I was a pastor at the chapel. 在十五年前，我是一在呃教会的一个牧师。And I asked to take over the ministry where we would give money to people who ask for help. 呃，我要他，我要代替替替代一个事工。那我是要做那个事工的主任。那事工是要帮助这些无家可归的人。And they said, "Why do you want to do that?" 那他们问我说，你为什么要这么做 ？I said, "Because I want to be generous." 我说，因为我想要很非常的慷慨。And that made them very nervous. That 让他们非常的紧张 But I mean that. 我确实心里是这么想的 Generous and innocent. 慷慨，但是单纯 To really want to help people. 非常想要去帮助别人 When they're stuck, we can really make a difference. 当他们在生命当中停滞了，我们是非常想要去帮助他们 In this church, we have a Samaritans Fund. 在这边，我们会有撒玛利亚人的的基金。It's named after the Bible story about someone beaten up and and broken by the side of the road. 基金的名称是在是借着好撒玛利少好撒玛利亚人的故事而命名的。And we come along and share what we have to make a difference in their lives. 我们是到这里来可以让他们生命有所改变。But whenever I'm doing this, I'm always looking at doing more than giving money. 但是当我在做这施工的时候，我往往要看，我并不只是要给予金钱。I want to give value. I want to make a difference. 我要给他们价值，我要做一点不同的东西。So I took over this program at the chapel. 所以我嗯、um, 把这个施工拿过来做。And we were giving out about half our money. 我把甚至把这基金里面一半的钱都给出去了。At Christmas and Thanksgiving. 在嗯。Um, 在圣诞节和感恩节的时候 ，on free turkeys and gift certificates for food， 有各种的食物券呐、啊，或是甚至那个火鸡大餐。There were no questions asked， 那没有任何的问题。People would line up in the parking lot， 很多人会在那个停车场上排队。There'd be fights over their place in line， 他们会甚至在因为排队而打架。And I didn't feel like we were making a difference in anybody's life. Other people would come to the church. 有其他人会来到教会 With needs, 是有很会有需要 And the pastor before me, 那我之前的牧师 was very tired, 非常的劳累 And he would just give two hundred dollars. 他就会给两百块 One time only, 一次性的 If you had a sad story. Nobody asked if the story was true. 没有人会问这个故事是不是真的。No one was willing to give more if it needed it. 没有人会给更多，如果是真正需要的。So I started asking people questions. 所以我开始开始问这些人问题。How can we help? 我们如何能够帮助你 ？What can we really do? 我们能够真正怎样的做到帮助 ？Somebody came to the church, a, a single mother. 那有些单亲母亲来到教会。And what she needed more than anything else was a car. 
People would donate cars to the church. If they were not in good condition, we would pay to fix them. We would try to help them that way. If somebody had a little bit of money, I did something very valuable for them. I would send somebody out to help negotiate the purchase of a car. Some of you are very good at negotiating purchases of cars. And some of us are very bad at it. But the best thing I could do for them was get them a great deal on a good car. And that would make a difference in their life. One time a woman was dying of cancer. And their furnace broke in the winter. We found people to help replace it. But for everything it cost about $2,000. And we paid that because that's what she really needed. And when I think about money, I'm trying to live this out as innocent as doves. To be generous to those who ask. But also shrewd for money to get our best value. And I think giving value is even better than giving money. For the longest time, I always owned a pickup truck. And I collected furniture for students. It was hard work. Driving up to people's homes. It was always in the basement or on the second floor. I really hated moving furniture. But then when new students would come, we've had all these desks and beds and couches and tables. We'd move them into their apartments and they'd be so grateful. What was the cost of the donated furniture? Didn't cost us really anything. What was the value to the new student? Who might not have a way to pay for it, but really could never move it into their apartment. Great value to them. Many of you arrived here. As students or visiting, and you remember what it's like to get off the plane in a new place. Maybe you didn't know anyone in that town. 
Maybe you didn't know what you were going to do when you left the airport. 你甚至可能不知道该怎么做。当你下飞机之后 ，Where would you stay? 你需要在哪里停留 ？How would you get around? 你必须要怎么样到处走动 ？If you don't have much money, you are always worried about the cost. 而当你没有足够的金钱的时候，你会有每次每天都会担心你要怎么样去付各种金钱。So we always reach out. 所以我们往往要伸出我们的手。We could just give money. We could do that. 我们可以只给金钱。You can get an Uber from the airport. 你可以有那优步从机场过来。We could, we, we could pay for a hotel. 我们可以付那个酒店的钱。But how do you get around? 但是你要如何的呃行走？ How do you find an apartment? You need to find your own apartment. I mean, we've all done it, right? We've all picked up someone from the airport. Sometimes they stay with you while they're looking for a place. We used to have them stay with an American family for a couple of days. Bethany and I, we were just married. My wife and I, we were just married. And a, and a family called to say they were going to host two French-speaking 18-year-old young men. 呃，有一个家庭导呃打电话给我们说，他们会要记接待记住两个法国的十八岁男孩。But the last minute they couldn't do it. 但是在最后的一秒钟，他们没办法这么做。These young men were arriving at the airport. 那这两个男孩已经到了机场。We live Bethany in a one-bedroom apartment. 我和我老婆住在一个一间呃卧室的。So we said you can stay in our living room. So I told these two young men that you can stay in our living room. We'll find something for you in a couple of days. We'll find something for you in a couple of days. We'll find something for you in a couple of days. We'll find something for you in a couple of days. We'll find something for you in a couple of days. And in the morning, we were having women come over from church for a Bible study. That in the morning, we would have some women come to our house to do a study. So in the morning, Bethany goes to the kitchen. So Bethany, my wife, went to the kitchen. She walks into the kitchen. She walks past the living room. She walks past the living room. And she walks back into our room with her eyes wide open. And I walk in, and these two 18-year-old Frenchmen. Are wearing their little French underwear and nothing else. It's okay. It's time to go. So he said, "Okay, you guys should go." And we found them a place to stay. So 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 we found them a place to stay. What is the best way to host new students when they come in the country? So, when these new students come to this country, how can we host them? So, we bought an old house on campus. We fixed up five guest rooms. And people would, people would come stay with us for three or four days. Living right off campus. Volunteers brought in meals. That will have that. 
They could walk most places. We help them find apartments. And roommates. We gave them furniture. It was a safe place to land. And we never charged any money. And when they asked us, and they always asked us, why do you do this? We said to show you the grace of God. That we have received in our lives. And at breakfast and dinner, we had discussions about God. And what faith means. We could have given money. Instead, we gave value. We thought about their needs. What would they most want? A place near campus. Meals provided for them. Furniture for their apartments. When, when Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself, we try to do that with a creative mind. Doesn't always mean giving them what they're asking for. Sometimes as a judge for me in court, it means buying someone a one-way bus ticket out of town. That's the best thing I can do for them. Sometimes the best thing you can do for a person who is depressed is to give them a word of hope. But we think about what is most important to them, what is most valuable to them. And when we live life this way, Innocent and at the same time wise. Even shrewd. I think we can reflect the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. I remember one Indian student. Indian, 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 uh, Indian. Okay. It was late at night. We were unloading a couch from the truck for his apartment. And he couldn't believe it. And he said, You were just like Mother Teresa. And I thought it's only a couch. But to him, an Indian student, it was the same kind of selfless love that he felt in Mother Teresa. And it meant more to him because he had no other way of getting it. I 
I think God saw what we really needed. There's this poem that I hear read sometimes. If our greatest need had been information, God would have sent us an educator. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us a banker or an economist. If our greatest need was pleasure, God would have sent us a comedian or an entertainer. But God saw what we really needed. The thing that we couldn't get without Him. God saw that we needed forgiveness. So He sent us a Savior. The Bible says we were stuck in our sins and separated from God. And that because He loves us so much. Jesus gave us the greatest gift. He died on the cross to pay for our sins. To bring us back to God. That was our greatest problem, was the way to be brought back to God. And we received grace. A gift we could never afford. More valuable than money. And as a result, God wants us to show His kind of grace to other people. Let us pray. Thank you, Father. That you made a way for us to be restored to you. And we needed you so much. Thank you that you send us back out into the world. To reflect your goodness and love. Help us to be innocent and shrewd. Let us be, help us to be generous and wise. Most of all, help us to be grateful for your grace. And when people ask us why we can be gracious, to say again what a great God you are. And how good you have been to us. Thy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor 
谢谢。谢谢主，真是伟大的神，他的信息也是充满了啊慈爱跟啊啊恩典在其中。那我们现在要来读本周的金句啊，The uh, verse of the week 啊，我们先读啊金句的出处，它是。经文的出处然后读经文本身来马太福音第十章十六节我猜你们去如同羊进入狼群所以你们要灵巧的上舌寻粮像鸽子感谢主的话语跟教导感谢特斯麦肯尼的参讲的信息的教导我们现在要欢
他的女儿 Sarah Gray在我们中文学校上学 感谢主，欢迎你们，还有没有在我左手边？还没有。这次就欢迎啊，你们把这个教会当做神的啊爱的大家庭啊，我们一起常常能够聚在一起。我们每个礼拜天的时候，这个时候有聚会啊，崇